0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah! 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 With everybody with their Bibles in their hand, repeat after me. This is my Bible. I am what it says that I am. I can do what it says I can do. My life will never be the same after hearing the word of faith. After the word faith cometh by hearing, and, by and, hearing, and, by hearing and hearing by the word. Before we go into the scripture, I have a question to ask you. Are you faced with adversity, anxiety, faith-slash-trust, fear, forgiveness, God's character, and really the list goes on. The list could be anything that you might be faced with. It could be, as well as, comfort, challenges. So, if you are faced with any of these things, our scripture today is Proverbs chapter three, verse five and six. And if you would go to that scripture, Proverbs. Chapter 3, verses 5 and (laughs) 6. Praise God. And it reads as follows. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. And lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways. Acknowledge him, and he shall direct their paths. We just heard the song, Order My Steps. If God is going to order our steps, he's going to direct our path. If we allow him to order our steps, he would lead us and direct us. This morning, I would like to use as a topic before I pray, and the theme is trust and obey. Trust and obey. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word. We ask, O oh God, that your word will not return void, and we thank you for your love and how you love us so much that you speak to us and you, you, you chasten us and you let us know that when we need to trust you more than walk in our own strength, O oh God, we thank you that every, everything that we have faced, oh God, whether it was adversity, anxiety, faith slash trust lord fear forgiveness or unforgiveness god we know that we have to trust you and obey your word to make it in this walk we have to do it your way there's no other way that we can do it other than trusting and obeying in the name of jesus in the name of jesus we pray amen if you would just show the next slide, uh, where it's, our theme where it says trust and obey, I don't know if you can see that or not. If it's clear for you, but it says trust and obey. You see a man there that's climbing up a, like a pole or a mountain. You can make, well, you can say whatever it is. Now you see another man extending to him a rope. Now he can either trust the man with the rope or let go the man is there pulling him up and this man is going to represent god this man is going to represent jesus this man and the man that's dangling is is us when we are dealing with adversity when we're dealing with anxieties when we're dealing with fear hallelujah that's us dangling And so many times in life, we are dangling just like that. And the Lord is saying to us, all you need to do is trust and obey. It might be that you need a job. It might be that your finances are all messed up. Whatever it is that you're dangling, uh, whatever is dangling, we have to trust God that he's going to pull us up out of it. He's going to pull us up out of the dunghill. Hallelujah. So many times we wonder why we have to go through. But I tell you, it's necessary that we go through. Jesus said in his word that it needs be that I go through Samaria. Sometimes it needs be that we have to go through. And many times when we go through, is that God is chasing us. He's letting us know if you only trust me, if you only obey me, I can fix it for you. And so many times we try to fix it ourselves. As O.B.C.O. said, that sin nature is always with us. You know how it is. Sometimes you just want to fight. Sometimes you just want to fuss. Sometimes you just want a good argument. But if we learn to hold and trust God and obey him, we will have less heartaches, less troubles, less tension i've been going through something i feel like i've been to hell and back and in the midst of it god said to me one morning trust and obey trust and obey sometimes it's very hard to give your trust over to someone else because sometimes we don't want that fear of not being in control but let me tell you god is in control of our lives he's in control we can choose to hold on and keep climbing and then we coming up the rough side. We, going, we, 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 going, we, we just going to say mount to be there moved. Hallelujah. It seems like a rough side of the mountain sometimes. However, all we need to do is says mountain move. But if we trust and obey, things will be changed in our lives. You may be seated. I'm sorry, you were still standing. One of the most difficult things to do and this present dispensation is to relinquish our control to someone else and depend totally on that person to lead and guide us. The word of God lets us know that we need to learn to wait on him and trust him. I believe that it is done by not only trusting God, but obeying God. But at times, it isn't the most desirable thing to do. Because waiting involves trusting. That waiting, that waiting, that waiting, you waiting for the change, you're waiting. I remembered when when my husband was not saved and how the Lord had me to fast and to pray every week for him, and it was 10 years before the Lord saved him. That was a process of long waiting, but the answer came through eventually. One day, when he said he didn't want anything to do with God, he didn't want anything to do with Jesus, I said, oh yes, you will, because I trusted his word. The word said that that unbelieving spouse can be saved by that saved spouse. And I trusted God. And I mean, I trusted him for years. I trusted him. I trusted and I obeyed. But as life, you know, comes and life goes, sometimes we get, we get uh, relaxed. And we forget the, the basics. And sometimes we have to go back to the basics. How did he bring you out before if he did it once here, do it again. Hallelujah. If he did it before here, do it again. Hallelujah. You know, and so many times, the, the thing that's not desirable, because sometimes we want a good fight. That's, that's, the, that's the part that's not always desirable, to let God trust, that, that to trust in him, because we want a good fight. According to some doctors, they say it's kind of good to have an argument sometimes. I don't know if it's true or not, but they said sometimes it's good to have a good fight. Long as we don't sin. (laughs) Let's look at the word trust. Trust. Trust means a person on whom or thing on which one relies. God is my trust. Is he your trust? Then we look at the word obey. To comply with or follow the commands restrictions, wishes, or instructions of. God left the Ten Commandments and he left those commandments and he has in those commandments what we should do. The commandments do not save us. Hallelujah. But because we are saved, we are to obey. He He said to his children, look, the, the children of Israel did not even know what sin was until the commandments came about. They they didn't know it was sin to, form, to, to, to commit adultery. They didn't know that it was sin to to cover your neighbor's wife or whatever. They, they didn't know it was sin to kill or to murder. But once those uh, 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 were written in stones, the laws, they knew what was wrong. They knew what sin was. So God is saying to us today that we have to learn to trust and obey. You cannot trust him unless you obey him. The two the two uh, kind of like, work hand-in-hand, hand, like love and marriage, baby and carriage, trust and obey. If, if, you, if you're not obeying him, you're not trusting him. And when you obey him, you believe scriptures like the one he put up, the overseer had up there last week. I think it was in Psalms, was it 138? Yeah, Psalms 138. 138. and what? Uh, 7 and 8 or 8. 7, seven and 8? Could you, Psalms 138? 7 and 8. If if you could put Psalms 138, verses 7 and 8, when we obey God, we believe scriptures such as this one. And it says that, though I walk in the midst of trouble, thou wilt revive me. Thou shalt stretch forth thy hand against the wrath of my enemies, and and thy right hand shall save me. Hallelujah. The Lord will perfect that which concerneth me. See, when you obey him, when you trust him, you know that he's going to perfect that that concerneth you. Yes. I don't care what it is. I do not care what it is. He will perfect that that concerneth you. If you weren't about your children, <laughs> if you weren't about your debt, if you weren't about how you're going to make it, if you wonder about how you could make meet that bill, God is concerned about everything that concerns you. So today I'm going to give you four reasons why you should trust him and obey him. Deuteronomy 7 and 9 says, Know therefore that the Lord thy God, he is God, the faithful God, which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. Deuteronomy 7 and 9, it says, Know therefore that the Lord thy God, he is God, the faithful God. When we are faithless, he's faithful. When we are shucking and jiving, he's still faithful. When we're messing around, he is still faithful. When we're not holding on and keeping our covenants, well, and what regarding what kind of covenant it is here it says covenant the conditional promises made to humanity by God as revealed in scripture the agreement between God and the ancient israelites in which God promised to protect them if they kept his law and were faithful to him and we see here that they have not been faithful to him so the one thing we must know that God is Capable That's the first thing we need to know that he is Capable, but the first One we should realize is that he's conscious God he's conscious this means he's aware You know sometimes we think Lord. Do you see what's going on? Are you permitting this are you allowing this? What in the world is going on? Lord, why would you, why would you allow this? And, but he sees what's going on. Sometimes you get to the place, you wonder, God, do you see? Do you know? Do you, do you know how I'm hurting? Do you know how I feel? And you wonder, has he left you or forsaken you? But the thing we have to know that he's conscious of what is going on. When he said in his word that he is faithful to complete that, that, in other words, everything that, goes on to in your life, it says it's his will concerning you. Now, if we trust and obey him, we got to obey that passage of scripture, that everything that concerns you, it concerns him. And sometimes we think, well, God, I don't know where you are. I don't feel you. I don't hear you. But let me tell you, if you keep holding on, If you just keep holding on and and, and climbing Jacob's ladder, (laughs) hallelujah, keep on climbing Jacob's ladder. Every round goes higher and higher. If you just continue to hold on and don't let go of his hand, you're going to reach the top. You're going to make it to the end. The back of the book says we win anyway. I don't care what you go through. I don't care what it looks like. The back of the Bible says we win. We are winners. So the thing we have to know that he's conscious, this means that he's aware. Let's go to Matthew 6, verse 8. It says, Be not ye therefore like unto them, for your Father knoweth what things you have need of before you ask him. Isn't it good to know that we have a God that is omniscient or all-knowing? That's the first reason why you should trust and obey him, because he already knows everything about you. (laughs) He's conscious. He knows about it. He knows when the people are acting crazy on the job, they keep coming and getting you all upset, and you figure if that man comes to me one more time with this stupid question, I'm going to lose it. But thank God he comes again and you don't lose it, because you're trusting God. Hallelujah. Daniel 2.22 says, He revealeth the deep and secret things. He knoweth what is in the darkness, and the light dwelleth with him. God is not only the God of nature, of providence, and of man, but also of revelation. He can make known to man what otherwise man could never know. He is the very source of all light and enlightenment. Have you ever asked God a question and he gave you the answer in a vision? Have you ever, ever had that experience? He, I mean, sometimes you don't know how to solve a problem. Have you ever been at work and you needed to solve an issue? And then you ask the Holy Spirit, Lord, show me. That, that's what's happening. Something that was in the dark, now he is re- in you enlightenment how to solve the problem. Trust and obey. But there's no other way. Hallelujah. 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 So the next reason why we should trust God, because he's concerned. 1 Peter 5 and 7. He's concerned. And we kind of talked about the fact that he's concerned about anything that concerns with us. But 1 Peter 5 and 7 says, Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Now, the word cast it means to throw. It actually means to throw, casting. When people go fishing, they cast a net, they throw it out. That's how we have to do sometimes to the Lord. We have to cast our troubles. We have to just, oh, just throw, look, throw, throw ourselves at his feet. Have you ever had to throw yourself at the feet of Jesus? Have you ever had to throw yourself at the feet of the cross? And one that said, Lord, if you don't do it for me, it won't be done. Have you had to ever do it? Lord, if you don't lift this load, it won't be lifted. Lord, if you don't make a change in this route, I will not be able to make it. Lord, if you don't put a detour in this situation, I will not be able to stand. But then the Bible says, when you've done all, all you can do, he says, stand. When you think you can't go no more. He said what? Stand. stand, stand. Oh, cool. Hallelujah. 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 Stand. Stand. When you think you can't fa- face another morning. When you think you can't face Hallelujah. another day. The Lord just said Stan. stand. Stand. I'm weary. Hallelujah. I'm tired. I'm worn. But the Lord said stand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah stand. Lord, I, I don't have much in my cupboards. My children are hungry. Lord, I, I can't see my way out. But the Lord said, stand. Don't let go. Trust and obey. But there's no other way. Trust and obey. The reason why we should trust him because he's conscious. He's aware of what we are going through. And number two, he's concerned. The word cast means to throw your cares, anxieties, and worries on him because he cares for you. Yes, he cares about you. Whatever concerns you concerns him. So whenever you are faced with problems, situations, and obstacles that seem insurmountable, just throw throw them on him. He can handle them. Sometimes your friends can't handle them. Sometimes your loved ones can't handle and They probably say, Lord, I wish this person would just leave me alone and just let me me be. (laughs) Let them just trust God and everything and throw everything to him and leave me alone. (laughs) Hallelujah. So we have to know that he is concerned. Number three, he's consistent. He is consistent. This means he's faithful, and you can also count on him and trust him to do exactly what he says he will do every single time. It says, even if others let you down and are found to be unreliable, God will never let you down. You can always rely on him. So many times in life, we expect our spouse to be the one that would bring us happiness. But let me tell you, the only true person in the world that can bring us happiness is Jesus Christ and him alone. And I believe that if our relationship with him is is right, then everything vertically will line up. I think that if we choose to say, Lord, I'm gonna love you. I don't care what it looks like. Lord, I'm gonna praise you. I don't care how I feel. Lord, I'm gonna let it go. I'm gonna trust you in it. I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna trust you in it. And if we do that, the Lord, that's why the Lord said to me, Imagine, trust and obey. Trust and obey me now. You're getting off course. You don't left the basics you trying to fight your own fight. Don't you know I'm a warrior? Don't you know I'm a fighter? Don't you know the battle is not yours? The battle is not yours, 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 and yours. The battle is not yours. It's the Lord's. Hallelujah. It's him. It's his battle. It's his battle. All he wants us to do is to trust and obey. Trust and obey. Keep holding on. Trust and obey. He's consistent. 1 Corinthians 1 and 9 says that God is faithful. So even if we are unfaithful to God, God remains faithful to us. God is faithful by whom ye were called unto the fellowship of, this, of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Said to your neighbor, neighbor, Amen. trust and obey. and obey. Deuteronomy seven and nine says, "Know therefore that the Lord thy God he is God, the faithful God which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations." Let me tell you, just just know therefore that the Lord thy God he is God, the faithful God who keepeth covenant. I tell you, the, one of the covenants he's kept. He says, I'm young and now I'm old. I've never seen what? The righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread, begging for bread. Let me tell you, if your children are out here and you are righteous to a, a thousand generations, he's going to keep that covenant. Your, your child will never go hungry. Your children, my child, will never. Go hungry, because there's a covenant promise that he said. David said, I'm old, I'm young, I've been young, and now I'm old. And I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging for bread. Hallelujah. You may not have a barrel full. You might just have a little, just a little, whatever, in the, but you won't go hungry. You only may may just have hot dogs and baked beans, but if your mother and your father and your parents are righteous, you will never go hungry. Hallelujah. Sometimes you might think you're going hungry, but you will never go hungry. Trust and obey. And the fourth reason why we should trust him because he's capable, Ephesians 3.20 says that God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we could ask or think according to the power that he works in us. Now, this will suggest to us that nothing is too hard for God. Even if he chooses not to grant our request, he's still capable of supplying our every need. Let's go to Daniel chapter 3, verses 17 and 18, and we all know about that. We know about the three Hebrew boys that was in the fiery furnace. I, I thought I'd been in a furnace. <laughs> I, I, I think I, I felt like I'd been in a furnace. Hallelujah. And the fourth one had to let me know later on, trust and obey. He was letting me know I was in there, I was in there with you, but you couldn't see me. Hallelujah. While you were trying to fix it yourself and trying to fix it and trying to, trying to do it yourself, all you need to do is trust and obey me like the three Hebrew boys. Hallelujah. When they were cast into the fiery furnace. And they said, you know, we're not going to bow down to no image. We're only going to serve the true and living God. We choose not to bow down. And we know that our God is able. Yes. It says, we know he's able. But if he choose not to do it, we're not going to bow down. And that's what the enemy wants us to do, to bow down to indifferences, to bow down to arguments, to bow down. He wants us to bow down rather than to submit ourselves to God, resist the enemy, trust and obey him. It needs be that I go through Samaria. It needs be that I go through this trouble. It needs be that I go through this trouble. It needs be that I go through the trouble that I've been through. Hallelujah. Because God wanted to teach me something so I can teach you something. Hallelujah. Our mess becomes our messages. And sometimes we wonder why we got to go through. But it's a going through, it's a going through walk. And you, if you think you can just walk through. <laughs> without going through not any so obstacles? obstacles? Not so. Not so. If you've never been through nothing, you can't tell nobody nothing. If you've never been through nothing, never been brought out of something, you can't tell them what God can do for you. Yeah, Sometimes what we're going through is not even about us. It's about what God is going to use us to, to tell somebody else. Trust and obey. Trust and obey. Trust and obey. And, and, when you, and, when you, and when you think about that picture, put that picture back up for me, the trust and obey, the enemy, his tactics is for us to let go. Because he knows if we let go, we're going to miss heaven. We, we, we're going to miss it. We're going to lose it. We'll lose our salvation. Because he wants, he, he, he's, he's there to distract us. When the Lord has purpose for us yeah. and he has a plan for us yeah. and the devil doesn't want that plan to be fulfilled, he, he distracts us all in all kinds of ways. And sometimes everything that appears to look like something else is not what it appears. Amen. You know, we can, we can see something or we can hear something and everything is not what it appears to be. But the devil can make us think, oh yeah, that's what it is. And it could be so far fetched because he knows our weaknesses. He knows the things that disgust us. He knows the things that will set us back. So he allowed us to be able to hear those things that we know that he knows are going to throw us back. And sometimes it might not even be what it appears. But he wants us to think that way. So that means then I then we get funky thinking. We get stinking thinking. You know, and then we start this thing where you hurt me, I hurt you back. We play tit, tat, toe <laughs> You know how life is? So the three Hebrew boys, it says, If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he, and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. But if not, Be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Now, if you've been relying on yourself as well as others and not depending totally on the Lord to meet your needs, I admonish you today to trust him completely. The word of God lets us know that without faith it is impossible to please God. But without faith, Hebrews 11 and 6, But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. To sum up my message, the only way that we will be happy is by trusting and obeying God. Now I'm going to leave you with this article and this article was posted on encouraging.com and if you would go to that last slide, jason slide number four well let's stay there for a second can you see that if you can read it it says if we do not if you can read that together if we do not trust god we will never truly obey him and that was by paul b Steele. it's amazing the lord spoke that to my heart as i was preparing this message but when i went online to, to Google up some slides, there it was, somebody spoke before I spoke. it. <laughs> but if we do not trust God, we will never truly obey him. Now we can say all we want to say about how much we're going to be with him and how much we're going to do this and how much we're going to do that and how we, and so, in such relationships, but if we don't trust him and we don't obey him, there's some things the Lord tell us not to do, but we do it anyway. Because we want to gratify self. We want to gratify flesh. I believe sometimes a lot of people that have committed various sins, had they listened to the Holy Ghost, they would not have gone down that road. <coughs> the Bible says there are no sin on this earth that has ever been. Uh, confronted by anyone that he would not make a way of an escape. But a lot of times we choose not to make the way of escape. So now we have to suffer the consequences because we did not choose the way of escape. And he would teach many times he would tell us, no, you're going down the wrong path. You do not need to do this. You need to cut this off. You need to cut that off. You don't need to go that way. I just saw, I don't know if any of you saw 2020 the other day. A young lady was working as a dental hygienist and had worked oh quite a few years. And all of, all of a sudden, her boss began to be flirtatious with her. And... The wife eventually found out that they had been texting one another, but what they were texting was actually kind of like job-related. But when the wife found out that they had been texting, she said to her husband, well, you're to have to do something about this. So lo and behold, he fired the girl. And his reason for firing her was because he was attracted to her. She took it to the courts. She took it to the Supreme Courts, and you know those seven men agreed that it was legal for him to fire her because he was attracted to her. But the thing is, he did do something, but it was unfair to the girl because the girl wasn't she wasn't fresh. She wasn't pursuing him. She, he was just pursuing her, but she lost the fight. Now, uh, here she is, has a profession and can't work her profession. She said, I'm afraid to even go into that field again because you have to work so close to the dentist. You have to work so close. You, you, you hand and mouth. You're there all the time. You see, but sometimes, now I guess his way of escape was for him was to let her go. He took that route, even though it seemed like it was unfair, but he, he took, to save his marriage, he decided, well, I'm going to let her go. In other words, what I'm trying to say, that many times the Lord does make a way of an escape, but because we want to be pleased. We want to be satisfied. You know, we want to do what we want to do. But God will always make a way of an escape. Amen. Amen. So, you know, he's capable. So, I leave with you this article, and it reads like this. Sometimes terrifying circumstances come into our lives. There are financial crises, health crises, spiritual dilemmas, and other things that threaten us. I find hope and encouragement in the hymn Trust and Obey. This hymn was written by John Samus in 1887. Daniel Towns wrote the melody. You may have grown up singing this great hymn. This song reminds us that the Lord abides with those who trust and obey him. He bears our burdens and our sorrows. We can never know the delights of God's love until we lay everything at his feet. God gives joy to those who trust and obey him. What is it about us that makes us think we can handle every storm that comes our way? Why do we delay going to God? Are you guilty of saying, well, all I can do now is pray? God desires our trust and obedience. He blesses us when we trust and obey. If your life is in chaos right now, maybe it is because you are not trusting God. Psalms 9 verses 10 says, gives us a clear message. Those who know your name will trust in you. For you, Lord, have never forsaken those who seek you. Isn't that powerful? This doesn't mean that we live a life free from suffering. It means that God will be with us no matter what we face. By nature, this man goes on to say, I am an independent person. I learned to totally trust God when we lost our 32-year-old daughter a few years ago to a rare illness. Miss Independent certainly couldn't handle that situation without God. My husband and I now take all our decisions, burdens, and sorrows to God. We can certainly trust him to do what is best for us and to lead us in the right direction. God knows the future. We can only know what's happening right now. Trust and obey, for there's no other way. Let's just sing this song, trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus as we trust and obey, trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus as we trust and obey. Everybody, stand to your feet. Trust and obey. For there's no other way to be happy in Jesus as we trust and obey. Hallelujah! 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 Hallelujah. With every head bowed and every eye closed. We thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you, Lord, for speaking to our hearts and letting us know when we get off course and how we have to get back in line with you, Lord. We thank you, God through our trials and our tribulations that they come you hear it all the time, they come to make us strong. We don't, we don't want to hear it at that time, God, but later on we realize that they do come to make us strong. If we would just tune our spirit with the Holy Spirit, you will let us know. You will let us know. And God, you are working on us because you want our character to reflect your character. You are patient, you are kind, you are gentle in the name of Jesus. And Lord, you're working on us, oh God. In the name of Jesus, that we will, our image will be transformed into your image in the name of jesus god we said thank you we thank you for every trial we thank you for every tribulation we thank you for every heartache we thank you for every disappointment we thank you oh god for every disillusionment we thank you right now for everything that seemed like it was wrong and we and that it wasn't wrong that we thank you that you let us know that through it lord if you trust me if you obey me lord you can make every crooked place straight in our lives in relationships In the name of Jesus. And for that we said thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We bless your name. We bless your name. Is there anyone that desires prayer that maybe perhaps you